Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business, telecom, and IT solutions. Backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Gordon, uh, coming up here momentarily, we're going to talk to Jim Ozarski uh, from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He covers the Packers. We'll ask him uh, how Jordan Love is going to fit there with Aaron Rodgers and the Pack. Yes, this is very interesting, and I'm curious to know from an insider perspective you know, how, how how that all went over and how he thinks it's going to play out. In fact, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. He writes for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He's Jim Ozarski uh, with us here on the big show. Jim, hope you uh, are doing well today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it was a long... Uh, can't believe it's already been, what, four or five days since Thursday night. Uh, so it has gone fast. It's been it's been pretty busy. So did the Packers uh, complicate your life in a major way by <laughs> drafting Jordan Love? Uh, no, I not particularly. I mean, obviously, as someone who's a storyteller and um, looks for interesting things, I mean, they definitely did that, though. Um, you know, I, I think locally – I mean, we were prepared as a media base for the potential drafting of a quarterback. I mean, back in February, guys, uh, Brian Gutekunst told us flat out um, he was ready, you know, to take a quarterback at 30 if one was there. Um, Obviously, he wouldn't name anybody. And then, so the idea of it wasn't really surprising. I think it was more guys trading up. It wasn't even Jordan Love, to be honest. I think he was on all of our radars, the guy who would be there at 30. Um, but, yeah, it was the move to trade up, I think, that added just a little bit of uh, something to, to this whole thing. <laughs> so what's the explanation coming from the franchise, Jim? What are they putting out there? Uh, simply best player available. That's, that is what they are saying, um, and they have, they've stuck to that. In the few times you know, we talked to Brian Gutekunst, um, beginning you know late thursday night through the weekend was just jordan love was clearly the guy on the board and and they felt they had to take him um you know they they don't want to get into a clock being put on aaron Rodgers, um you know or, or anything like that he does have four years left on his deal for whatever that's worth in the nfl right um there's and if that's the case guys uh jordan love had to be far and away the best player left on the board because, you know, not only did they trade up, they gave away a fourth-round pick, which prevented them from moving up in the second or third rounds to get a receiver. And, you know, they didn't want to move back. (laughs) So there was no one, you know, early second round, let's say, um, that they would have felt was was worth doing that. So that's what they're they're sticking with. And, And obviously actions speak just as loud as those words. And Jim, I think that you summarized that really well. They moved up. They went out of their way to get that player. It wasn't like they stayed where they were and just sort of, okay, he's the best guy on the board. They targeted him and went and got him. And I, that is what uh, sort of underscores it over and over again. And I, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm a great quarterback. I know I'm a great quarterback, but that would get my attention. Yeah, it's definitely – enough of a twist 
uh, off of his own story, you know, being the guy who is supposed to be number one overall and literally falling to 24. I mean, the Packers sat there and Aaron Rodgers fell in their lap. Um, you know, I, I do think the Packers feel love fell to them. I think they they thought he would be picked beforehand, that someone would have traded into the 20s or ahead of even Miami to, to make that selection. Uh, but you're right. It, it just adds that little bit. Um, and then when you kind of zoom out and look at the context of, you know, they signed Devin Funches, um, who hasn't played a full season in, in, since 2018, and really a Canadian receiver, guys who we don't know who Reggie Begleton is. I mean, they didn't really add much to the passing game that, that kind of worked in fits and spurts. So I think all of that, not so much Jordan Love, but it's, it's, I think the whole package is got to have the starting quarterback just a little miffed, at least for the time being. Jim Ozarski with us from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Um, I, I would uh, guess that Aaron Rodgers was is probably not all that pleased, but given through what he went through when he first joined the Packers, how do you expect his and Jordan's relationship to be? Yeah, it's, well, first of all, Aaron's not, um, not so uh, unaware of the way the game works. I mean, you're right, he lived it. So he knows what that was like. Uh, he knows what it was like for Brett Favre, uh, you know, now that he's the older guy. I mean, those two have rekindled a friendship the last handful of years. Um, and I, I, Rogers, through his career, guys, um, made, a, made a point to try to do things differently than Brett. You know, the way, the way Aaron felt he was treated, the way he saw the media – uh, situation kind of unfold and you know those three years it's a little different now roger says he wants to play to 40 Favre was kind of threatening the retirement and so that's a little different too but i don't like for instance guys uh aaron doesn't do press conferences at the podium on wednesdays he's in front of his locker and that started because he it was different <laughs> than his predecessor you know um aaron's around he, he's mindful of that so i think once we get around to those guys being together and on the field, we're going to see Aaron, you know, have Jordan be part of the group. You know, Aaron's a, a, a jokester, a prankster, not so much a prankster, but a jokester for sure. He, he's a, he ribs guys. I, I don't think he's going to be any different, and at least outwardly, um, he's not going to treat Jordan Love any, you know, he's not going to, in my opinion, going to treat him poorly or anything like that. I think he's too aware of the the microscope if you will <laughs> and and will not you know it, whatever his private feelings are guys i guess is where i'm going He'll, publicly it'll play out you know and if we're not i'm getting to know of jordan you know we're not going to hear otherwise either you know i i think he'll he'll be able to learn a little bit from aaron Rodgers. how would you evaluate aaron Rodgers at this point in his career i mean Four thousand yards last year, twenty six TDs, four interceptions. This guy's still one of the best quarterbacks around. Do you anticipate slippage in his game? And do you think that's part of why the Packers did this? Uh, not only so they could send a message and say we're in control of this situation, but because they think Aaron won't make it into his forties. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, his play, if you watch him consistently, has declined. I mean, he is 36. He's, he's just not going to be as good as he was, you know, in, in 2011. I mean, that's just how it goes. That's not to say he couldn't put together an MVP season this year. 
Um, but so la- you know, for instance, last year there was a four-week stretch where he did look vintage. I mean, it was Aaron Rodgers, you know, over well over a hundred rating. You know, no interceptions. It's supremely accurate. Um, but then you'd see stretches of games where, you know, he was okay. Or you'd see like the flash of the past stuff. So I think, you know, I, I don't think the Packers made the move because they, they feel the cliff is coming, so to speak. But, you know, he is 36. And, you know, can he play to 40? I don't know. Um, so I think they just, it was a combination of, yeah, he, the play is declining a little bit. I think they want the offense and the run game to help him be more consistent. Um, and, and frankly, on the days when he doesn't have it, uh, he doesn't have to still carry the team. <laughs> so, I mean, it's coming. It comes for everybody. I mean, we'll see what happens to Tom Brady in Tampa, right? But um, I, I think it's all part of it. You know, I don't think they take him if the Packers, for instance, have won the last two Super Bowls and he's coming off an MVP type season you know what i mean i i think all of that had to come into consideration jim mozarski is with us from milwaukee journal sentinel uh, covers the packers uh from what you've read or seen or know about jordan love how do you think he's a fit for matt lafleur's offense yeah you know it's um it, it does seem to to fit in terms of uh it, you know seeing some of the the stuff from utah state where, where jordan's willing to throw the ball over the middle of the field. He's got some accuracy. Um, I think the interceptions, people are learning quite quickly. You know, there was enough roster turnover, coaching turnover, and by Jordan's own admission, maybe forcing some things there. Um, You know, the the offense is is interesting here, guys, because, let's face it, a rookie coming in is going to do what a coach tells him. (laughs) You know, um, Aaron Rodgers has a Hall of Fame career to, that, that has allowed himself to do other things. So I think, you know, it's a quarterback-friendly system. It's designed to give them a couple easy reads and, and, hey, when it's time to go off schedule and make a play, go do it. And I think Jordan Love fits that. Um, but we'll see. I mean, in a couple of years, I, I, you know, the lack of a preseason, I, I, guys, man, I don't know how much they're going to play this this late summer right um so i think the idea of sitting for a year or two is probably going to be beneficial just kind of like at at utah state i mean i know he had to grow into his body and and learn college football so i I think you i think the packers for sure are counting on that same sort of growth in this offense how have the fans reacted to this draft do they are they supportive of what the the Packers uh, did, or were, are they complaining because, well, they could have gotten uh, Aaron Rodgers a little more help, like you were talking about? Yeah, we did a. Uh, our, my colleague Tom Silverstein does a live blog throughout the draft on Thursday night. Uh, he did, of course, do up the poll. You know that exact question, and it was nearly fifty fifty, guys. Um, I mean, part of it was, you know, the the general manager putting it out there that, you know, he'd be willing and able to take a quarterback. I mean, I, I don't think that was a coincidence on his part to kind of put that in the water. Um, the, and believe it or not, guys, there is a contingent of the fan base here who, for whatever reason, um, you know, they're they're ready for the next quarterback. Let's put it that way. They appreciate Aaron Rodgers. They know that he's great, but I think there's still this weird attachment to Favre and – 
we could spend a whole other show talking about that type of thing. So <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, and then of course, yes, there, there is the group that like, wait a minute, this is a team that got pounded by the 49ers in the NFC title game. Where's the help on the D line? Where's the inside linebacker? Where are the receivers? So I, I think definitely a, kind of a 50 50 split. Um, in terms of understanding the move, but also being a little frustrated that, you know, I mean, quite frankly, as we started here, guys, Devin Funches and Reggie Begleton were the big free agent pass catching um, additions this offseason. Uh, if you want to follow Jordan Love's journey to the NFL, would encourage you to follow Jim on Twitter at Jim Ozarski. Of course, he writes for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel as well. And we certainly, Jim, appreciate you jumping on with us and giving us your thoughts. Yeah, thank you so much. Looking forward to uh, speaking with him and meeting Jordan whenever we get that, <laughs> whenever we get that chance here late summer. Well, he's a he's a great dude. He's got a great story. In fact, uh, I'll I'll put in a plug for my co-host here, Gordon Monson. Gordon, about what was it? Gordon, a year and a half ago, wrote just yeah, a great great column about uh, Jordan and his background with his dad. So, if uh, you got an extra minute, it's certainly worth a Google. I, I will definitely find it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jim. Okay. There you go. Jim Ozarski writes for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and covers the uh, Green Bay Packers. Great stuff from Jim right there. He said that poll went (laughs) 50-50? Right down the middle. (laughs) That's that's not overly encouraging. However, if a kid can play, he can play. And he's going to show that uh, in due time. So... Uh, they did boo. They did boo John Stockton when he was drafted by the Jazz, right? Yeah. So you never know. I mean, I I think it's kind of a motivator for Aaron Rodgers. I really do. I think it's the the franchise saying, "All right, dude, let's let's see, keep keep that top notch play going, or we we got the next guy." When you throw twenty six touchdowns and four interceptions, and you, it's seen as a down year. Uh, I'd say Aaron Rodgers has done all right for himself. Yeah, you say 26 touchdowns. I say seven fewer than Jameis Winston. <laughs> okay. All right. And he's the new backup in in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, so is Taysom Hill okay with that? Uh, Taysom Hill's got 16 mil guaranteed. I'm sure he's okay with whatever. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, sign Jameis. Whatever. I'll be. Uh, I can carry Jameis Winston's bag. I'm going to go get some beignets. I can. I can be what Jake Scott always said I should be, and that's namely just a jack of all trades and a master of none. No, oh, I mean, I put it a little nicer than that. He's kind of. Well, a you always said that he shouldn't worry about playing quarterback because his charms were in his ability to do all of those other crazy things. I didn't things say don't bother does. playing quarterback. I just say I don't think he's a full-time NFL quarterback. That yeah, that I, makes I, what that takes what makes him special and doesn't make that special anymore. I agree with that. I agree with that completely because he is at the NFL level uh what you see some players tagged with coming out of high school, namely an athlete and they've used him, and he's making $16 million guaranteed. It's working for him. Yeah, I guess. But if they really thought he was the heir apparent to Drew Brees, are they signing Jameis Winston? Uh, probably not. But he doesn't have a good enough arm. Let's say it the way it is. Let's say it all plain. I mean, he's a terrific athlete, but his, his I do not think he has a starting quarterback in the NFL-type arm. Neither uh, does Jameis Winston. 
Hey, Jameis had 33 touchdowns this year. And 30 interceptions. He did. <laughs> the thing with well, Taysom, he, I never thought arm strength was, uh, arm strength was his, his issue. It was always that accuracy. Yeah, and that's Never what had I mean. that touch. I, I know what you mean. I'm just adding two, Gordon. I'm not trying to one-up you. Well, I am. Every day. I'll get there someday. But you know what? Maybe if Aaron Rodgers practices really hard this offseason, he'll have as many touchdowns as Jameis Winston next year. Yeah, it could many be. Interceptions. Yeah. You know, are you saying that his goal should he should be aspiring to be Jameis Winston? I'm just saying Jameis Winston. We we forget he did throw for over five thousand yards last year and had thirty three touchdowns. Those are both this, crazy numbers. This is because Jake thinks Jameis Winston's better than Marcus Mariota. He is not true. Correct. One of them got a deal six weeks ago. One of them got one over the weekend. But who did uh, for a year? Who did Mariota sign with again? The Las Vegas Raiders, our fan, our listeners' uh, fan, uh, new team, and they've made just terrific decisions over the past. You know, they didn't sign years. Jameis Winston. That's a victory. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone.